1,000 sketches in 1,000 days. Day 692. Rejected sketch 896. Schools programs. Rejects week. Carry on. Rejects the squirrel's week. holding a nut. So that can't be a nut because the squirrel is already holding a nut. Could there only be one nut on your squirrel glass? Yeah, I mean, there's more than well, one nut in the world. I think, well, we were saying that was a nut. I think that's a You're gourd saying next that's a to squ- another gourd. It still looks like meat to me. It Let might me... be a roast squirrel. Let me not a roast squirrel on my nice autumnal glass. Thank right. you for asking. Nobody talk but Laura so I can have a good look at the glass. <laughs> Squirrel. Squirrel holding a nut. Yes. Then... Oh, I've got two of it. Gourd. <laughs> Gourd. And a pumpkin, pumpkin thing again. I think well, that is... Why would you do a pumpkin that way around? It could be a giant bulb of smoked garlic. <laughs> Double the size of the think... squirrel. <laughs> yes, it could be a giant bulb For of scale, smoked garlic. Double perhaps. the size of a squirrel. No, I mean, that's, that's less fitting with the rest of the image. That squirrel's mm. having a feast. Either somebody way. take because everything else is natural. With that is someone taking a bulb of garlic, taking it away and smoking it, <laughs> then taking it to a twisted laboratory where they make it seven <laughs> times bigger and then bringing it back. I've lost I mean, interest in the glass. There's also a wingless bird. Oh, what do you mean you've lost interest in the glass? <laughs> I mean, it's a very miracle. Miracle I had interest in the glass. This but... will not make the cut. <laughs> this will not stand. <laughs> I was just going to say, if you'd like to see the glass we're talking about, it's from Anthropology. Google probably fancy autumn glass anthropology and it'll probably come up. Is it new? It looks really old. <laughs> it does look like it's from the 70s. No, it's brand new. It looks faded. Right! <laughs> <laughs> Mike always says this. He says, I buy stuff. He's like, oh, that could have been in my grandma's house. Okay, anthropology is spelt in a really annoying fucking way. (laughs) (laughs) You can see the glass. Why are you Googling the glass? You've got it live. (laughs) I'm seeing... There's one with an owl that's better, frankly. Oh, come on now. There's one with a woodpecker that's pretty good. Owls are better than squirrels. The squirrel one doesn't show up. An owl is better than a squirrel. I, I think so. Yeah. Why? Because of the intelligence. It's a bird with wings, which is better than the one on your glass. Yes. It can turn yeah, its head true. round like the top of a deodorant, can't it? <laughs> Spin it as you how you Rather than it. just saying 180 degrees. Well, it's not. Like, it's more than 100. It's 360, and it's along both parameters, isn't it? An owl cannot turn its head 360 degrees. <laughs> Don't be mad. 359. 270 max. No. 360. <laughs> That's madness. If you go up to an owl quick and like tap the it, it just spins around and round and round. <laughs> Emitting pellets. Emitting pellets. It's like the exorcist because it does, it has doesn't have a do anus, does it? Spit bones back out. Yeah, they do. Yes. A lump they scree- of bones. They excrete through their beak, don't they? That's the pellet emitting. Yes, and everything else through the cloaca. But I... rabbits eat their own shit, and I bet you like rabbits. <laughs> I wonder where you were going with that. Dogs eat their own um... shit all the time, like twenty four seven. Yeah, I like rabbits and dogs. I like owls as well. I just don't like the regurgitating a skeleton. 
I think that's preferable I mean, to eating your own shit. It's not the whole skeleton in one. Oh, right. <laughs> Skull oh, first. No. Whoa, he's made a bold claim here. I don't would think it's you that rather, bold. Hang on. Would you rather have the skeleton of a mouse put in your mouth for you to regurgitate out or eat your own shit? Have the skeleton of a mouse put in my mouth to regurgitate without a fucking without shadow a doubt. of a doubt. <laughs> I wouldn't even hesitate for a second. I mean, it's worse than that. They have to eat the mouse, ingest it, the acids take the flesh off the mouse, and they regurgitate the skeleton. Oh. I wouldn't have an issue with that process. Like, that doesn't even seem disgusting to no. me. It doesn't seem that pleasant, but it's, it's better mouse. than eating feces. A raw mouse is I better than a previously eaten mouse. I would definitely rather eat a mouse. raw mouse than eat some shit. Yes. Okay. I don't think this okay. is bold or controversial. Okay. I think it's I fucking don't know common which sense. I'd rather. It's just I was disconcerted by how firmly you made the choice. I don't, it's I think a very it's really clear. <laughs> One of them is unpleasant. Right. One of the other is deeply unhealthy. So here's an old rejected sketch. There are three parts in it. Dan, you are Tarquin. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, I think Laura could be a good reporter. I, I will be Balf, of all things. Simon, would you like to give us the intro? Reporter on location in an old stone school building. <laughs> <laughs> Today, students across the country received their exam results, but amidst the celebration and commiseration, a traditional tune has been struck up by the critics. British exams are getting easier. To discuss this, I have with me Gerard Balfe, headmaster of some 30 years standing. Mr Balfe, how do you answer these criticisms? Of course, there are detractors, Eamon. Whenever a large group of people, especially young people, achieves anything. A downside of the British temperament, I'm afraid. The fact is, if our students are receiving improved grades, it's a reflection of this school's leaps forwards in the fields of congenital teaching methods and pastoral care. Contented children simply get better results. And don't you feel that this new lifestyle sits uneasy with the school's reputation? Uh, how do you mean? Well, it's the school for hard knocks. Shouldn't there be less pastoral care, not more? Eamon, any of the older educational institutions carries historical baggage to a certain extent. I can assure you our hard knock policy remains undimmed and our pupils learn about life in the hardest, least pleasant of ways. Some of them also choose to make use of our outstanding sports, arts and social facilities too. But by the end of their tenure, they are still hard-bitten, cynical rogues. I have one of this year's students here, Tarquin. May I ask you what you got in your A-levels? I got 17 8th Darth, a recording contract and a Duchy of Monmouthshire. And how did you feel about those results? A bit of themed, really. Nobody wants to be bottom of the class. Yes, yes, Tarquin. And the knocks. Tell them about the hard knocks. Oh, yes. I took loads of, ho- of knocks. Mostly hard. Normally just between my free period and my dwarma studies on a Tuesday. Now I'm a regular Wuffian. Thank you, Tarquin. And a Wouthabout. Quite, thank you. Mr. Balf, which courses did Tarquin here study so successfully? Well, knocks, uh, obviously. And slaps, scrapes and badgery, their standard curriculum. Uh, Tarquin here had a bit of a flair, so he also took further knocks and combined battering. But not all our students are inclined towards that field. Some of them would rather study clouts or spanks or perhaps a ridden roughshod foundation course. And Tarquin also set exams for flower arranging, lutiny and being lovely to puppies. Some would say that those courses don't represent the traditional values of the School for Hard Knocks. 
Yeah, right. Let me ask you. Assuming just for one moment that we all agree that an educational system based primarily on contusion and collision is inherently geared towards producing academic excellence and it isn't a complete waste of time and knuckle skin, how much of the school week do you think it's possible to take up with knocks? Just knocking the kids about and nothing else. What, what do you reckon? I've never really thought about it. No, no, funny that. Everyone wants to send their kids to hard knocks because their great-grandfather came here or something and nobody wants it to change, but nobody thinks about the infrastructure required. You can't knock in classes of 30, you know. One knocker to each knockee. That's the only way it works. Seriously, our fees don't cover a full-time beta for each pupil. And even if they did, most kids would pass out by morning break. So you mix the knocking with other courses and pursuits? Precisely. But what about those who say that by giving Tarquin a mixed education in knockery and deeply contrasting subjects, you aren't setting him up to be a successful student in higher education? Jesus, Eamon. He's only applied to the University of Life. They'll take bloody anybody. Thank you very much, Gerard Balfe. It was a pleasure. Any very, very quick thoughts, because we've gone way over time. I Good, let's start. <laughs> That's about it, it's all right. Early Fine. work. More rejects tomorrow. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I would rather eat a mouse. 1,000 Sketches in 1,000 Days was written by the Albion Basement. It was performed by Laura Taylor, Dan Mitchell, Simon Tui and Richard Catherall. It was produced by Alistair Turvitt. The music is by The Evenings. See you tomorrow.